Welcome to the Harry D Podcast. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Harry D Podcast. It's been a good, good couple of weeks uh, since we last recorded. As always, I am Harrison, the Harry and Harry D, here with my illustrious co-host, my good friend and special announcer of a very certain birthday, DJ. Thank you for for giving me that lovely, lovely intro, Harrison. As always. I am the D in the Harry D podcast, DJ. And happy birthday to all the blessed, lovely Marines from the 03s to the 0111s. Some folks get love, not all of them. Hey, but a shout out to my favorite Marine on this glorious birthday. That uh, (laughs) that special scout sniper. If you know, you know. (laughs) I knew it. And... uh... As just like in the last episode, we we said we were gonna have him back. He seems to be a fan favorite because you know people can't get enough of our our own good old boy goofball. Mr. You can't, you guys can't fucking see it, but we're Gabe's Gabe's in the studio. He's yeah. making the most fucking <laughs> wild fucking faces. I saw it while you were talking, and I didn't want to see bro, it. <laughs> fucking, oh my god, he looks like Hank Hill, bro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Wait, that's not that's not Hank Hill. That's from fucking South Park. Mr. Oh yeah, Mr. Mackey. That's who I was thinking of. Fucking Mr. Mackey. He's not saying it. I swear he's here. It's his. He's, he's here. I, we're not. We're not going schizo. I swear. Gabe, <laughs> say something so they don't think we're retarded. Now the last thing I wanted whenever I tuned into the Harry D podcast was see a bunch of schizophrenic assholes talking about this guy that don't exist. What the fuck <laughs> is going on? We also have a new segment, callers call into the show. That was the first caller. <laughs> okay. That does sound funny though. I, I would I would like that. Maybe like, eventually that'll be podcast. an idea. Maybe eventually that's an idea. But we do Bro, have... most of our episodes aren't even like thirty minutes long, dude. What are you talking? We record like over an hour sometimes, bro. That's true. That's true. That's true. It is hot as shit in my office. But hey, would you? You guys are talking about the the Star Wars event, right? Yeah. Um, me and me and Gabe did just get done with the uh, Galactic Civil War Battlefront Bolivar event. So, Gabe, uh, go ahead and give like a, a strong rating, maybe out of ten, with ten being the best on how you felt that that event went. That might be like Dave Fortnite, Fortnite, Fortface from uh, <laughs> Dave Fighter Fortnite. Game. Yeah, day Fortnite from the One Bite Pizza reviews. Um, I'm gonna be like, because uh, because you know, like nothing's a ten, nothing's a ten. But I'd say it was a good like eight point six. It was it was a fantastic. You're not say that while Keith Lee is around. All your businesses will be ruined. I I will say it was it was a lot of fun. Um, it, it was a good bit of fun. Uh, I had more fun at this event. It may have been because I had a friend with me this time and I wasn't just trying to figure out who everyone was. Uh, I had more fun this time I went to it than last year when they had it in Bolivar. And um, I want you to know you said that twice. You said I had fun. This You fucking dumbass. Why'd you guys have fun, though? I mean, I can understand that because Gabe, look at look at this man. This man is a riot. He's a, he's a beautiful, beautiful little gay man. You guys can't see him, but I swear he's over here twerking and and, and throwing his ass back. And I'm just like, damn, Do, shun- doing the most unholy <clears throat> things just for this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Living unholy. Yeah, they paid I mean, me so, for entertainment. So when you guys were at the airsoft event, right? I know you went before, and I wanted to go. I mean, honestly, I, if we could get the buddies to go for an airsoft event like that, it would be sick. 
what you guys wind up doing? I know you showed me a lot of 3D printed credits, and that to me was like super intriguing because it's like you can DJ, take- do not counterfeit the 3D credits. Do not Why do would you it. say that? Now they're going to know I'm going to try. God damn it. They have a certain way that they printed them to make sure that there weren't any counterfeit ones because, of course, there's a lot of people that 3D print. 3D print, yeah. Someone, so, which means someone has tried. I actually, okay. um, I actually found, me and Gabe found, and I ended up keeping it just because I was like, I'll, hand, I'll hang on to it. It was, like isn't a, that... it was a 3D printed one, and... I got told there was somebody that was making counterfeit ones like in the lore, not like somebody brought a bunch of fake ones to line to like destabilize the credit currency, but like in mm -hmm. the lore, somebody was making counterfeit credits. Right. And when I went to go turn in my credits, because we had to turn in our credits at the end of the event, so our characters would still have those credits for the next event we go to. Um, yeah. I got told, hey, you can just keep this. This was like a promotional item, but I'll still credit you for what you found. Bro, so that's what I'm saying. Like in the lore, in the lore. Why would I not be able to bring counterfeit credits? Because it's like it's like a real life event, right? Like you're supposed to be really living in that 100%, universe. Like the way that they set it up is like they had it to where it was like two hour games followed with like an hour break where you could go to the cantina, you could purchase things with your credits. Yeah, they had that music playing. Might I say, had jizz playing? It was it was yeah, not only jizz. a fun event, but it was 100 percent worth the money. Like they they had really was super inexpensive food. too. Yeah, dude, for seventy dollars, this ticket was seventy dollars, right? For seventy dollars, yeah. no, we not only got the event, but the entire time we purchased our food and drinks using in-game credits and currency that we got. Yeah. Oh wow! So one hundred percent. So you you got the credits from doing jobs and and task and everything, and then you were able to purchase what you want, you know, with your credits. Yeah, dude, that's DJ, sick, that's dude. Not that is even sick. the best part. Like me and Gabe both, we got artwork for only a no fucking credits. shot dude 100 yeah, dude. credits yo like, po po not... post it in the post it in the server man let me see it if, if yeah, i yeah, find yeah. it i will grab it and take a picture of it it's in my closet somewhere but i got this really cool like artist rendering of like luke from episode six and that's my favorite form of luke skywalker mm -hmm. only 100 yeah. credits did not pay any actual money for it yeah dude that's, the same that's thing amazing. i got for 100 credits i got me a poster like a hand-drawn like pencil uh like drawing of an x-wing and it looks fantastic uh I'm that, that sounds like it was really worth the money because like art like that you know can really just make or break an experience I, for me i would want something like that's more personable you know i i like clones i think all uh you know military people are not necessarily clones but we're all kind of just troopers you know in our own way if, yeah. you, if you get what i'm saying yeah and i, and I want something that embodies that spirit of what it means to be a cog in the machine but also have an uh innate personality and i think that's why i love clones so much because you know they're brothers they are the same person but each one of them is different you know yeah and i'll say there was a lot less clone wars based stuff there if there was was any mainly because it is the galactic civil war so clones are kind of already phased out and all that but even like some of the other elements with the lore is like it was kind of also helping out the field because if you found random junk like let's say you found parts of a grenade that had already gone off or you found trash that was on the field they had a stand where two guys were playing as jawas you take the junk to there and they pay you credits for it 
like they actually negotiate with you and all that like i found multiple things of like half grenades from enola gays and eg67s i took it to him and they were like i oh, will give you 50 credits for this and i was like hell no I'm, i want i want 60 for it and they would we would negotiate it for it and it was it was just a lot of fun doing that shit man it was it was so much fucking fun oh uh, dude tell they, tell them about how uh you negotiated information on the field because you, you walked out <laughs> mad loaded after that i was impressed like i was seriously impressed yeah like the last round that we did uh we knew it was the last round of the event and i had already put my gun up because originally i wasn't going to go out for the last event. i was just going to sit in the cantina and just chill out there because the cantina was not in a playable area it was you can take your eye pro off nobody's going to shoot you here maybe some story stuff will happen but you're not going to get shot no, so no, then no on versus guido action no there what that wasn't there <laughs> but um there was like I talked to the guy that runs the event, a guy named Chris, and he was he's an amazing guy. Uh, I met him last year. It was good to see him again. He's an amazing person. He's a six millimeter Mandalorian on Facebook and Instagram. If you feel the need to go follow him, see his cool stuff. Um, I just asked him, like, hey, I kind of already put my gun up. Is it cool if I just go on the field and just, like, walk around as a person? And he was like, I don't see why not. Go ahead. So then... I got told that like, hey, they actually have a back to sprayer there, so you can take that if you want. And I was like, oh shit, okay, maybe I can make some a few credits. So the last round, instead of just being a normal rebel, I was basically like an unaligned person, and I just walked around the field and I was like, hey everyone, or like if I saw anyone, I was like, uh, I have a business opportunity for you. Let's say you go down and you don't have any more back to, and there's not a medic near you. For 10 credits, you just call me up and I'll spray you with this back to and get you back ready to go. And I did that with the Mandalorians. I did that with the Repu or the, Re uh, the Rebellion. And I did that with the Empire. And no, no shot, dude. That's cool. That was, th see, here's the thing though. That wasn't the part of me that made the money that round. The part was I started, I start anything I saw, I would pick up on it and get the information. I would say, I do have some information for you guys. I charged Ooh. the empire more because I knew they had more credits. Nice. Was, so you were you were straight smuggling people. The thing was is that it was it was pretty simple stuff. It wasn't like oh the rebels are gonna push on your right flank. It was more like hey the Mandalorians are trying to track down the Bolivos, which is the indigenous people, and they're trying to attack them. They're not gonna worry about you or the rebels. So don't attack them. Or if I would yeah. flip it up and say no, don't I mean, attack like that, them, that's... rebels. That's smart though, because even with that, that's like super, what's the word? Imperative information. You know, like it's a little bit of stuff. Like, hey, they're grouping up to this way. Now an executive officer can make an entire decision on what they want to do next. I so did you really give did... like I did give like half truths to the Empire, just because I I, I was still, you know, I rep the rebels. But um, when it came to the rebels, I did give them whole truths. But the thing is that sometimes they were so spread out because they were just, it was the last round. They were just trying to get command post over and over. So what I would just do is I would go from, I would go to one group, give them the information, 20 credits. Next group, same information, 20 credits. Next group, same information, 20 credits. And it just kept building up. I went out there with, I think, maybe 200 credits i left that field that uh last event with like 600 credits damn so that's and you said it was 100 credits for your artwork right yeah how but, much for a blaster well the thing well, i don't know if raffle. they were yeah to do raffles for that yeah this time around ah. they weren't outright selling them 
it was you had you 100 credits put your name into the raffle more and more and more and unfortunately oh. me and gabe didn't win the raffles it hey, would have been what so i will good say to have a dc 11 what i will say is all the people that did win the raffles 100 deserved it and like i'm yeah. I'm, I'm, po- I'm pointing directly at the imperial janitor if you're listening to this yeah you the fucking what there was a guy that literally was an imperial and he had on his uh fucking his coveralls imperial sanitation uh division and he was walking around with a mop in his like like on his back the entire you guys were in the desert i know but it's still it was so funny to fucking see that and one of the jawas ended up winning the dc 11 dude the jawas they were awesome like I, to- I I said to them because I didn't want them thinking I was just completely a hard ass. I was like, hey, the hard ass thing, that's just for the character. I honestly love what you guys are doing. You're doing fucking awesome. And they were like, we appreciate it, man. So shout out to the fucking Jawas. Shout out to Anders, a.k.a. Ben Carver, who was the commander for the Rebels. He was always an awesome dude to uh, be around. Never any issues with him. And even whenever that last round where I wasn't necessarily aligned with the Rebels, he still paid me credits for doing shit. It was it was awesome. That's good. So other other than that, you know, it really sounds like it was in a, a really good experience. Paint paint the AO for me. Like what what was the actual event area like? All right. So it's basically like you ever been to a quarry? Yeah, I want to say yes. I want to say okay. yes. Okay. It's it's a very quarry like environment. A lot of rocks. A lot of steep slopes. There's a lot of hills all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Um, there's an old western town area there's a city area yeah a lot of lot of buildings made up a lot of unique points of interest there's a little town set up uh, along pathways and roads it's a very fantastic field um does wear at your feet um i i know i wore some uh like jungle boots myself um they were great for the grip but uh you know it did did wear a lot on my feet um very rough terrain but at the same time, like some of those rocks uh, allow you to, you know, perform feats that you, know, you can be proud of, like scaling what is almost a vertical slope just because, you know, there's rocks there you can step on. Um, so that's really nice. Um, there's a lot of times where both myself and uh, some of the other rebels uh, that were playing our team would uh, scale those uh, hills and catch the enemy by surprise. So a lot of um, there's a lot of risk and reward, I'd say because you can really wear yourself out if you take every slope but the but the you know uh the effect of that is you get the places other people that don't take those slopes um a lot faster um at the expense of you know your own uh energy yeah of course so Um, with with that um that's that is really nice uh for for sleeping how how exactly does that set up like what do you guys well, do? The the camping we didn't do the camping. <laughs> I literally live uh, I live forty five minutes away and I have a big fear of, you know, somebody coming into the tent night like the hamburglar coming to get me. That's a lie. But um, I mean ha- hamburglar always goes everywhere with grimace, so always it might be one of the same. Yeah. Might, might wake up next to a grimace shake and wonder what the hell happened. Yeah, Grimace <laughs> does love his shake. <laughs> but yeah, I only lived 45 minutes away from the field, so we didn't camp out. We just came back to my apartment and stayed the night. Um, for everyone else camping, it was technically off-field, but I 
it was oh, like wait, next so to you, you came back to the event every day is that it it was two days yes we went we went both days and i'm so glad we did it was such a fun event so you like, so everyone... you drove you drove to your house that was 45 minutes away i wish it was a three-day event you know what you know what have been crazy you know like if i went and we had like you know the bus and everything you know then we're camping on site you know look look let's get a I'm just Let's saying, get you know, the Harry D podcast up, and then maybe start a Patreon. Maybe somebody maybe will start a Patreon to fuel you know, bus for airsoft nerds who have you know, podcasts. Donate a hundred dollars to the Patreon. Get your name written on the bus, bro. See, I mean that'd be I, cool. I, I, honestly, not even hundred dollars. Like if if, if people lie. donated like maybe fifty bucks, you know, fifty fifty realistically, realistically, you know, it doesn't have to be now, but you know, like from the start of. 2024 to like the end of 2026 for like four grand for a bus dude yeah and then the renovations would just come out of like the rest of the team not marshall yeah. not marshall marshall pays for too much already we love, yeah, he, we love you we marshall can't, i can't do that to my little boy hit, hit me up sometime i might be able to make donations towards the bus plane um hey nice. man Hey, there we go. You you apparently have our contact information enough to fly <laughs> to Missouri. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but I mean, that, but dude, it, it was it so sounds... fun. It was worth the trip. It was so worth the trip. Yeah, it's nice it to amazing. see you guys that excited about the event. It, it it really fuels like what I want for our team, especially for like like events like that. I don't want to just be like, oh, we're this Milsim team. I almost just cut the wire from my fucking. Uh, Mike by accident. Why would, why would you retarded. do that? I don't. I don't you, fucking know. You said it, not me this time. All right, all right. Listen here, you little shit. But yeah, <laughs> to get a, to get our team excited and put on the map, not for just like being a Milsim fucking. <laughs> I I like military. I'm Chechen. I like Pete. But uh, to like really just sell like, hey, we're a team of like like-minded individuals that want to be fucking airsoft little BB nerds. And like, there's a Fallout event that happens here in Virginia, the Star Wars event that you were talking about. Uh, there's a 40K event that I heard about a while ago. I, I'm not a, I'm not a Warhammer fan, mostly yeah, because not, I like no, to no. go outside and I have actually obtained the female organ before. The <laughs> female? What? I've never, I've never associated with a woman. Oh but like, like, I will say that like, I don't have much to complain about it, really at all. It was always a lot of fun to uh, to do, even with like the new skirmish system that they have, where like we have like key cards and we go up to like a small box and touch our key card to the box, and that's how we start taking command posts. Like one person does it, Ooh. it takes a little bit to uh, take the command post, but you have five people and it immediately takes the command post. Yeah, that, skirmish, is, that is skirmish is awesome, dude. That is part of the reason I'm so like I'm so ready to get started like on like like the business aspect of the team and everything. Yeah. And just really set up really set up uh how we're gonna be in the future. And what I mean by that is like team stuff, how shit's done in the field itself. Like you guys are talking about something intricate and I'm thinking like you're going up to a tower where you have like a sensor thing touching another sensor thing and it's like beep 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 you know like the old little laser tag things that's literally uh, what it was basically yeah, yeah, like basically is you go you up to it tap it yeah. and it starts taking it and yeah and there's even a whole respawn system for yeah. them too so you don't have that's to keep walking so back cool. to your original spawn 
exactly you put cameras in there you don't even have to really have referees man you could literally the whole game could just be the players in the player environment and that that to me is the goal you know i will <laughs> say like as far as referees there really wasn't like unless it was somebody taking occasional photos or videos there really wasn't like referee aspects like i'll be happy to say that like most of the time whenever i was shooting at somebody they called their hits well, I mean, there wasn't Wars, anyone you know it's not a bunch of fat meal team six motherfuckers oh dude the, yeah, uh, yeah. dude the thing is the the administration team was um absolutely fantastic i can't i can't express enough how much i respect and how, how much you know I, I i have good things to say about that administration team like i was i was a little like i didn't drink enough water before the first round of the first day so i needed like a little second like oh yeah i need to go get some water like uh you know i'm not recovering like i'm supposed to so now i didn't pass out or anything i was just like yeah dude i didn't get enough water so i like i sat there you know took a breather but then the admins were watchful enough to come over and like offer me some water and make sure i was okay like that is irreplaceable that is like i I can't begin to express like how fantastic that is like for the worst case scenario like that that Thanks. that warms my heart like i i am so happy that he was there even though like i, I like was, i was okay like i could have really... not been okay i could i could have like been out, out on the ground like oh <laughs> you know like i could have been dying but yeah. i like knowing that he would have been there if i was dying and i was in a terrible situation is just amazing like i i love that admin team that was so such a fantastic I'll, event i'll say gabe that the moment you're talking about whenever the the one admin walked up to us he was still in his full imperial regalia so i was just i just kind of like saw him he was walking up to us and i kind of just pulled my gun up and he held his admin thing i was like i'm not playing I'm, I'm just here taking photos and i was just like oh okay never mind and like it was everyone there like there was never a moment where I was like, I don't like this motherfucker. Like, even if we go to Milsim West, occasionally there will be a time where like a cadre or someone like that, like they rub me the wrong way. None of the admins at this event really did that to me. I thought they were all great in what they did. They ran the game pretty smoothly. There was never a time where I was like, are we still playing? What's going on? And like no diss to Milsim West, but the fact that we got so much more out of a $70 ticket compared to like a $200 ticket just to get an event patch, it means a lot more to me because that means I didn't waste my money or my time doing this big event. Instead, I did this slightly smaller one and I had a much better time than I usually would. And uh, it's just, it's amazing to me how great the event went. Like I cannot praise it enough. If last year's event was like, icing on the cake this was definitely like the whole fucking cake the only thing i could ask more is that i don't think that's how the make... expression goes fuck off <laughs> fuck off you you out, fucking, you you fucking you dumbass. <laughs> yeah dude, i don't i, did, I, don't, I don't care i was talking from the heart dj now i, I don't give a fuck keisha podcast is however over. Podcast is over podcast let me finish over. what i'm fucking Harry saying podcast is banned everyone's fired <laughs> go home let me finish what i'm fucking saying my only gripe with the event is that it's only two days if it was three days i i, I could not imagine anything better than that three Dude, days think, of doing star wars nerd shit is amazing 
by the end of the second day, I was Yo, over you, the moon. I can't express just how like I was grinning point, ear to ear. Bro. I was having such what? a good time. What, what, what did I bring? I, I wanted Gabe to finish gushing, but fucking two hundred and fifty dollars. $250 for a Milson West ticket. Yo, that's that's name brand Versace shit for no yeah. reason. And I'm thinking, I'm really sitting on that because I'm like, wait a minute. We that's like Versace camp. on linen shit. Oh, God, bro. So we, we went to Blast Camp. That was like, what, 10, 40, $40 max. $40 max. I think, it, like, I think oh, it was it's, 60 It was, it's Blast Camp. You guys don't do anything. I don't give a fuck. I got high as shit. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Allegedly, slept with the, the bros. They, they, they didn't slept with the bros, most homo, and fucking played and trained tactics like all that I wanted. I got as much out of it, and it was like a fun camping experience. And at Milsim West, bro, you're you're not paying for the experience because, like, I can tell you that is not the true military experience, bro. Maybe if they know, had more are... vehicles in it, maybe if it's the bigger like Yeah, that's what that's what I was assuming when we first started that people were like, yeah, they got vehicles, they got they got stuff with just like a whole lot of assets, large like assets out the ass where it's just like everybody's around it and it's just everybody's getting all in top of the vehicles, um, you know, shooting tanks, the the RPGs, like when we were at Blast Camp, motherfuckers were shooting RPGs at technicals. That never happened at fucking uh, Milsim West. And maybe I'm just not going to the, the, the events, but, like, I was watching footage from, you know, a, a, a man who used to be uh, a decent person. I was going to say something else, Harrison. I'm, I'm going to tell you later what I was going to say. But <laughs> <laughs> it has to do with the wise man. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I will say that, like, I have been looking at footage from the Charlie Sweet or Charlie Assault or whatever it was called, the event that also went on this weekend. There were a lot more buildings. It did seem a lot more fun than, like, Sochi or Sosk. And maybe that's where they had some of that shit at because apparently that's supposed to be the new Guardian Center shit. But either way, I would have rather have gone to this event that I did go to for $70 and have in-game currency to buy shit that I wanted or fucking food then go then pay like $300 drive to Indiana and basically do that yeah it sounds so boring when you when you put it into perspective like real shit Milsim West is low-key kind of ass and I'm like that sounds really it, shit it may just be the events that we went to that's what I'm saying, you know. I'm like Sochi was not fun of that fun okay, experience. Okay, yeah, but Gabe, your Sochi experience was really shit, and I'm still pissed <laughs> off about that. Fuck oh. you, number sixty. I don't care but what we, you we, say. The slander oh, will continue. I don't care. He doesn't deserve as much, but like I like I've been saying, like Gabe can full heartedly agree with me. This event was so much fun. It it honestly kind of restarted my love for airsoft because. The last thing, big event, not counting me and DJ going to uh, uh, Outdoor Extreme in Pennsylvania, the last big event we did was Sochi, and that kind of left a sour taste in my mouth. Not because of Milsim West itself, but because of the circumstances we went through and like how much shit we had to do just to try and have a weekend full of fun. And then it ended up being like kind of fun. I was expecting hella fun. It was kind of fun. This was... Uh, <laughs> This was just 
nonstop fun. Like, yeah. even whenever we aren't on the field, me and Gabe, we played fucking Sabak with some people. Yeah. There was a yeah, fucking dude, couple Mandalorians dude, got- we were playing Sabak with. Dude, I was so psyched when I was playing Pazog. I offered to buy this man's deck. I offered to buy this man's deck. I wanted <laughs> Gabe kind of got me kickstart on uh, Pazog also because he got me Knights of the Old Republic, and now I'm like, damn, Pazog's kind of fun. Yeah, dude. I wanted to play Knights of the Old Republic, but for whatever reason, my computer just shits a brick when it plays it. I don't know why. I don't. I, know I, I can. I can help you out with. It. Don't worry about that. I can take care but, of it. But yeah, that, that's what I was saying. Milson West versus like small town Milson things. I had so many more memories and fun time. Do you remember making fucking burgers at yes. Blast Camp with the fucking Doritos? Yes, the I fucking remember. Fucking Doritos. Who grilled that is, Doritos? That is the first place I realized that Doritos were that flammable. <laughs> right? Bro, we. Our burgers tasted like we didn't even need cheese. We didn't need cheese. And it was because of Braden's high ass. He was like, <laughs> we, we didn't have fucking logs or charcoal. So we had this random ass grill with no fucking way to use it. So he just throws two bags of Doritos in there <laughs> and lights it on fire. And we're like, okay. My initial thought was like, what the fuck are we gonna eat if we can't get this lit now, Braden? And then it just lights <laughs> on fire. And I'm like, oh. Shout out, shout out to our boy Braden. We love you for real, Braden. Yeah, you you're, know, you're, you're uh, the homeboy, Braden. It's really Shoot dope you. that stuff like that. You know, it's like that's again, that's why I like hanging out with the boys for airsofting in Ohio. Because even like all types of backgrounds, you know, brings all of us together, not just through video games, but airsoft itself. And yeah. like you know, the new additions to the team. You know, I'm not gonna throw anybody's names out there, but he, he played uh, Mr. Poe himself. If you know, you know. Oh, I mean, the, hey, you know what? The the rooks aren't even rooks anymore. We've played a decent amount with them. You know, yeah. they already had uh, the the Milson stuff, and especially with um, uh, Mr. Killa himself. I you know, the last time he sent that uh, uniform pick, you know, I was I was really fucking with it, and they sent that yeah. deploy deployment footage, you know. That's a that's an inside joke. It's just fucking Milsim West fucking cringy videos. It's just, it's just a name in yeah, the goddamn just, uh, in the channel. Yeah, but I um, do I do hope to eventually go back to Pennsylvania just so we can hang out with them more because they are generally great guys. Oh yeah, most definitely. With them. And like, there was a good bit of great people at this event too gabe was a lot more social than i was because mostly i was wondering about like well i'm gonna be honest second day in between matches i was kind of trying to watch the cleveland browns game <laughs> yeah dude he was, he was all about Fucking the game bro. addict bro i swear <laughs> it's it's my most toxic relationship but uh no i'm pretty sure that's you and me what what kind of relationship do you think we have? Do you think we have a relationship? We're, we're co-workers, one, remember? One, one when, oh yeah, that's right, we're co-workers. <laughs> <laughs> one co-workers where I, I, I say very mean things at you and then try to cuddle you and steal your sleeping bag when it's cold as shit. And then if I try to do the same thing, you're like, no, it's my blankie. <laughs> Bro, I was tired and cold. We both were. <laughs> Shout out uh, to that! Shout out to that fucking carpeted room that we found. That everyone yo, real get, shit. Everyone tried to get us out of because they're like, "You're just gonna get sick because it's so stuffy in there." No, we were warm. We were. Yo, fine. we were warm, and all of us slept like fucking babies, bro. I was until, until Nato came in, 
and then after oh we God. dealt with that, we went back to sleep. That was probably the best I slept at a Milson West. <laughs> Yo, dead ass. I was so pissed off. I was almost as pissed off as when Jet tried to shoot at us while we were sleeping. That yeah, that, that shit got on my fucking nerves. This is this is completely an anti-Jet Desert Fox podcast. If you like Jet Desert Fox, do not listen to He's this. He's just podcast. fucking lame, bro. He's like legitimately lame. He was here in uh, where I'm at at a, an event by swamp sniper and it was just terrible he was he just sucks he just sucks you should uh definitely shift the conversation back to more pleasant things because i don't like talking about him oh i'm sorry i, I didn't mean to trigger you baby do you I, need I gabe to rub your head take you yeah. back to star wars time oh my god that reminds me okay so i was yeah. talking a lot of shit during the games but it wasn't yeah no like shit pers- it wasn't like personal shit it was like I would randomly yell, hey, Imperials, guess what? And they would yell back, what, Rebel? And I would say, Palpatine looks like a fucking nutsack. And then I would start getting <laughs> shot at, and I would just duck down behind cover. That's and uh, there was one moment, because last year, they had the cantina, where you could still purchase things for instant in-game credits. Um, they had it to where it was on the field. So it was like a hot spot constantly. But you couldn't take your guns in it. You would have to leave your guns outside. There was like a trust thing inside the cantina. You don't shoot at people. So the old cantina was still on the field and it's located on like a hill that overlooks the city in, on the map. And there was one time we just rolled the Imperials outside of the city completely. And um, on top of the hill, I just I had my uh, Rebel Alliance flag in my side pouch and I just took it out and I started waving it over the field and all that and then Gabe grabbed half of it and we both started waving it over the field or like over the hill just to signify like we fucking took this from y'all y'all ain't getting this shit back and then um there was another game where I was tasked with uh, defending the old cantina and we had just knocked out a bunch of Imperials and their spawn was in the woods like relatively close to the city so it was relatively close to the cantina or the old cantina and i was just randomly walking down the road uh towards the city and i just like it just so happens there was like five different imperials coming up the road from the woods so i kind of just stopped looked at them we all connected eyes and i just turned and started shooting and i had to like duck behind cover and then eventually like i knew i was outnumbered and i was just talking shit trying to buy time for more rebels to come help me and uh, one of the Imperials, he just happens to pop up. Turn, I turn and look. He shoots me right in my fucking dome, and it made my ears ring. And I was just like, that was a fucking great shot, whoever did that. And I saw him raise his thumb over the hillside that he was on. It was, it was so much fucking fun. I cannot give enough praise to this event. It was fantastic, dude. Uh, man, I... Like I've, I've told you, you should about have this fell back and played it up, bro. That would have been hilarious, dude. Being being a messenger when you don't have a radio is just it, like even though it is less convenient, it is an amazing experience. Like running away from a bunch of your buddies that are getting hit or like going down, and just like running up to another squad, and be like, "There's Imperials over here," you know, so and so and so and so, like you're over the hill, but whatever. Uh, like being that guy is really fun I think like especially like those few times where like I was forced to like be isolated dude I got isolated so much because like the buddies I was rolling with would get downed and hit and I was like oh shit I'm gonna have to like go through the trees and like get to this overlook for me to do anything because I'm by myself um 
But uh, like getting an overlook, getting some pot shots in, and then like screaming insults was the best thing ever. Like uh, it, it was amazing. And dude, I got so many situations. Uh, I'm sure you had the same experience, but there's so many situations where I was isolated and I see a group of people through some like shrubbery or trees, but I can't tell who they are. So, so I'm like sitting here like, 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 I'm screaming, Bantha! Like, waiting for them to say, like, Poodoo back so I know, so they know yeah. that they're my guys. There's so many times where, like, we're looking through the brush, and me and some of the other guys in the Rebel team were shooting anyone with gray, gray or dark pants on. Even yeah, I was gonna ask, was, it, was it really hard to differentiate like who's who? Trousers were the biggest thing for me, but some other people saw shirts. Like my shirt was a little light in the sun, like in the sunlight, even though it was mm-hmm. a tan shirt, like it, it mm-hmm. glowed in the right. sunlight. So a lot of people thought it was white and shot at me. But for me, it was all the trousers, man, because if they're not brown or if they're not like Atax, like like forest like mossy colors then i just assume it's imperial and just start shooting at it so the like the imperials didn't have like any like you said no clones no troopers right so it's like imperial do not uh, think that for a second there was a couple of guys dressed in full scout trooper gear yeah damn scout troopers i know yeah there's like like, more uh, accurate yeah dude it was nice yeah i was gonna ask how did the mandos look the Mandos look fantastic. There, there was, was a whole a squad of like blue Mandalorians that look fantastic. Yeah. They yeah. all shout got out, their A game. Shout out to the shout out to the blue Mandalorians. And they were cool, like, dude. Y'all were my dogs. Y'all were my dude. fucking dogs. <laughs> Gabe's over here like fucking. Like, <laughs> whatever, awesome. dude, even whenever I they got paid off by the Empire, they were still so cool with me. Yeah, dude. I, I don't I don't think I told you this, Harrison. But whenever I didn't have the car keys and I couldn't get to the ammo, one of the Mandalorians guys spotted me and gave me some like the heavy like good shit BB. Dude, like, he fucking, had 0.38. He had 0.38, and he let me refill my mags with his 0.38. Hey, so explain how the blasters were. Did you have a lot of people using like the tracer type things, where it's like uh, a different? Yeah, beam? a lot of people with custom blasters had those built in. Um, but yeah, they, the the the, the, the night game got to see things. those. Yes, uh, shout out, shout out to DT Blast. I'm gonna shout out a lot of people in this episode, but shout out to <laughs> DT Blastworks. Y'all 100. percent hit him up he is an awesome guy he was the rebel commander anders you're a freaking great guy he does all of his custom builds and shit and like honestly dj i want you to get into contact with him just so you can try and like get what his blueprints are because he does some amazing stuff honestly he was the one that 3d printed like the custom guns that were in the raffles and shit like that and it was just they were they all looked so fucking good i was so jealous of one of the jawas winning the dc 11 but i really wanted that dc 11 i'm glad one of the jawas did because yeah, both the jawas were cool guys it sounds pretty dope you know dude he's awesome i meant to get one of his business cards but i didn't know where the, like the fucking table was to grab one of it i don't know if it was right. at registration or if it was somewhere else but like everything about it was just amazing dude like even in the cantina when we would use credits i would like pay one of the cantina workers 10 credits to either like tell the empire false information try to get information from them there was one time i went to the jawas and i said look i will get you both a drink and i'll pay you 50 credits if you if you undersell the empire and only the empire 
if you like, understand whatever, the Empire. Whatever they bring you, offer them less credits than you actually think it's worth every single time by a major margin. Like the Jawas, they were freaking cool. No issue with anyone there. It was always so much fun being there, and it, it was just awesome. Yeah, Dude, that's I that's definitely an event you want to like. You want to film, you know? Like a lot of people like getting those milsim clips, and it's like, yeah, I did this. I was totally like, you know. But like, honestly, and I think the next thing I want to talk about the next podcast, not for this one, but uh, I definitely want to get back to like the airsoft roots. There's a lot of stuff that I, I want to get off my palate. But for this, I'm so glad you guys not only had a good time. We found such a high sense of camaraderie in the people that you were playing with because it's really it's really hard to get that level even just from people you know and to get that with strangers that are just trying to play a hobby that's really what it's all about you know the entire community was fantastic oh most Uh, definitely i i won't doubt it even the imperial guys were like we would have some like banter back and forth because like we were rebels they were imperials it was it was all good fun it wasn't like oh this guy's a fucking idiot i hate him it was all like oh you damn imperials or you damn rebels it was it was just it was amazing like i wish that more of the buddies could have went just because like how much fun me and gabe had ourselves and keep in mind like Two months ago, I wasn't even sure if I was going to go to it. Then randomly, like a month ago, Gabe texts me. He's like, hey, so we're we still going to that event. I'm like, oh, shit, I guess we are now. Yeah, dude, I, I told you, man, I wanted to go. So, you know, I went. It was. It's just it's it was more fun than I thought I would ever have for $70. Yeah, dude, it was great. Like I had to pay for like flight tickets. That's besides the point. But like the actual event, the worth was 100% there because it could have been a Milsim event where I paid hundreds of dollars for this ticket and then had like an administration that wasn't there, like a, like a, like having a bad experience with the other people. The, the entire community for this, uh, for this event was amazing. I couldn't ask for better. Like the admins were, were great. They're easy to work with. They were nice people. And the event itself is structured in a way to where it's just built to have fun. Like, and the entire like command post system through Skirmish was amazing, it was immaculate even. Uh, aside from the couple of times some Imperial like dorks ran up and like and contested a point I was trying to respawn at, I had a great time. Like it was yeah. an amazing time. <laughs> Dude, people, they, they, they would run up and just contest a point because they saw the people were trying to respawn there. And then they run away. Like, there'd be another point like two feet away and they wouldn't even contest that one. They just thought they were trying to respawn enough for this, bro. I will 100% say like my only issue with the skirmish system is that it took like five minutes to respawn. Even if it was like the furthest one out, I would say maybe 30 seconds or two minutes at most, just because after a while, like you probably saw Gabe when we were at one point when we were defending the old cantina, because we did that a good bit just because it was such a hot bed and everyone yeah. wanted it. Um, oh, the truck. I got stuck like behind it. Everyone, everyone was like lined up because we were all waiting to respond and we were just like, well, there's nothing we can do right now except stand. But other than that, I have no issue with the skirmish system. Like, it was really cool because even with the skirmish system, when you like get your uh, your chain code and all that, and uh, you actually like sign up for the skirmish thing online, you can actually see in real time the map where 
who's got command post where, where the command posts are, if they're contested, if they're solely yours, stuff like that. And like shout out to the skirmish system team. Y'all did amazing with the event. It was really fun using it. And yeah, my only thing is the whole five minutes thing. Granted, like the closer you are to your original spawn, the less time you would have to wait. But even the five minute thing, that seems a little excessive to me, but I do not mind using the skirmish system in the slightest. It's it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I like honestly I didn't mind the time. I do think it would be a little better if the times were a little quicker just to keep people on their feet. But having like a like an in game reason to take a breather and not wear yourself out was great. Um, cause like while you're sitting there waiting on respawn, that's really when you get all your wind back in you and then you're ready to just go back at it and like give it, give it your all after your respawn. Uh, I mean, it, it was, it was a really, it was a really great experience. I, I enjoyed the system. It was a lot of fun and being able to work with other people for common goals. Like I was running, like I might res like respawning and waiting there gave me the opportunity to meet up with other people that are also separated from their group and then making pseudo squads and working together to get to the next objective. Like I remember at one oh. point during uh, one of the, I think it was the round before last on the second day, uh, we were, uh, you know, we we're jumping from uh, contested, like contesting point after point, like as a, as a, you know, as a ramshackle group out of people that were respawned from other squads. Yeah. So because... what would you guys change if at all? Uh, slightly, like, I'd probably cut the respawn time to so like 75% of what they were, and I think it'd be great. Yeah, yeah, that, that's my only big complaint with it, it was the respawn time and all that. Other than that, no issues in the slightest. Uh, like, I liked how they, in, like last year, they did it to where it was one really long uh, fucking uh, game. Granted, I was only there for part of it. I was only there for the first day. I don't know if they split that day into two big sessions, but it was one long game. This time they did it like two hour games followed by an hour break to like go to the cantina, refill your magazines, maybe play a little bit of uh, Sabak, Pazak, uh, go visit the Jawas and like go back out for another two hours. And it kept going like that. I, I no, think, no other issues with it. Uh, what was the name of the guy that was uh, that was dressed up as the Wookie this year? But he he was fantastic. He had a uh, you know he had a lot of stuff out for people, um, like uh, like pouches and that sort of thing to purchase. And who was it that was selling the uh, like the the necklaces and like the souvenirs? I know you got one. I did get one. I can't remember his name entirely. I'm so sorry. I don't remember your name because I talked to you several times. Uh, when I went to your tent, one to deliver you a secret passage that you didn't let me see, or secret package that you didn't let me see, even after I asked nicely and you just said no. <laughs> but uh, I did get a necklace from him, bought a uh, raffle ticket from him. It was all of the characters that were playing the roles, they did amazing. I cannot compliment them enough for how they did everything. And even, uh, like I said earlier, when Chris just let me walk around the field and just basically do my own thing because he knew it was the last game and he didn't really mind what was going on it was it was just amazing to be able to do that and even after that he said how many credits you make and i was like i came out with a lot <laughs> it was it was just it was so much fun like i can't compliment it enough like anybody that didn't go to the event 
which this I'm gonna try to post this uh, episode in the uh, the Galactic Civil War server just so people can listen to it and get our idea of how about how we felt about it. Um, but crap, I can't remember where I was going with this. But okay, now I remember. Anyone that wasn't there at the events and didn't play, I 100 percent whether you go to the Wisconsin event or if they come back to uh, Missouri, I 100% recommend doing this event. Like, I cannot give enough praise to it. Hey, uh, Harrison, I don't know uh, what Blasterworks thinks of this, but maybe if they have a spare blaster, you know, if we could, like, collab, you know, and uh, raffle off a blaster to one of the Harry D listeners, I think that'd be be really nice. Like, I'm open to it, and I know DJ would 100% be open to it also. Uh, if something like that ever happened, I would be happy to gift somebody with a uh, a um, uh, blaster, but I also want that blaster, so I, I'd probably be a little biased and say, <laughs> I won! Like, Anders, he does amazing work. Um, his models are so good, I can't praise them enough especially with how he was explaining what he did with that one uh dc11 he used to me and you gabe about how he converted it from an m16 not an m4 an m16 and just it made made it work it was it was so cool to see yeah dude it was a beautiful model and uh and yeah he had the tracer unit built in too it it was just immaculate it was some good craftsmanship and you know I think that's beautiful. Like, I'm really happy for him. That, that's some good work he put into that. He definitely has an art to what he does. Yeah. And, like, it was just so cool being around, like, other Star Wars nerds, seeing, like, their kits and how they did it. Like, because even for people that didn't 100% nail, like, a Star Wars aesthetic, which... Me and you, we didn't 100% nail a Star Wars aesthetic. We kind of yeah, just we, like we, we are we are on the budget side. <laughs> yeah, we we're definitely were not getting, We weren't getting the uh, the best uh, Rebel Alliance gear, but either way, just seeing all of that and seeing how it fit into the Star Wars universe, it looked amazing. Like, holy shit, Mandalorians, y'all really fucking go all out with your stuff. Yeah, like, dude. The blue, the blue Mandalorians, the blue Mandalorians, holy crap, man! Yeah, dude, that was that was some good shit. They they, you know, they walked in knowing they looked nice, like Wait. like they they ought to be proud of that look, dude. I one hundred percent would be. Even like the youngest kid that they had in their group, his stuff looked amazing. Like, <laughs> how did y'all put that together, dude? Dude, yeah, it's it, it's it's honestly like I, I have all the respect. That is amazing. They really, it, they made the experience for everyone else so much better just for all the work they put in. Yeah, and like as much as I wish we could have stayed for the night game and all that, it was raining. Granted, the rain did let up. Um, we didn't have tracers, and I didn't want to rent one. Either way, it was it was still so much fun to do everything else that was involved with the uh, the event, like the out of combat experience with the cantina and just basically me going around and just you know trying to pull a little bit of strings for the rebellion, 
uh, doing stuff like that. It was it was just so much fun, and yeah, I can't I can't praise the lore aspect enough because of how much how much was in it. Yeah, dude, I, I completely get that. Like, it, it, it's a lot of like so much to do, man. Like, uh, if you you know maybe your experience in one aspect so is the lackluster. There's so many other aspects to the event that like picked up where there was any slack. So the entire time was pretty much like, you know, dopamine from start to finish. It was amazing. Yeah, and it's it's been long overdue for me to give a special shout out to the Rock Airsoft for hosting the event. Uh, amazing location. I met well, I met up with the owner John. Uh, John's doing amazing things um, by letting events like this go on and all that and he's got an amazing place like there's not many places that have full on set pieces that are on the field like the old western town the whole city aspect the rock quarry that's literally in it I you can't go anywhere else and get three aspects like that even the mountainside where even occasionally like you go down the road from the city and you'll see a, a random buildings granted it's not huge ones like just probably usually one uh one room buildings but either way like you don't see that in a lot of places like as much as i like going to outdoor extreme those uh fields were extremely limited but the rock is just huge man it, yeah, dude. Like, if you ever go to if you ever go to any other events there at the rock let me know about it it sounds like it was it sounds like it was a blast you guys were talking uh earlier about like um the uniforms and how mandos look fucking fantastic i can only imagine so i i I was wondering like what would the um what's the word what's the word were there any like inquisitors or yes yes 100 was a guy that was an inquisitor and i don't know if it was his wife or something but there was this woman that was following him around. She was dressed up as uh, one of those, uh, like, royal guards. Like, the red guards. The red guards? Always... Yeah, yeah, and she was carrying around a fucking gun, too. And I'm like, god damn, chill out. They they came to play. They came to play. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it was, it was really cool how they did everything. Because now they actually have, like, a class set up and all that. Which I believe they had it last year at the event. But they fleshed it out more here about like what makes each role uh special granted i didn't hear for the heavy or for the medic because me and gabe just ran assault so i just really listened to the assault aspect but either way it was it was a lot of fun i do want to say a uh partial fuck up on my end is that i found a grenade on the ground and it looked like a decoy grenade to me because like literally bbs were falling out of it and it was literally taped together so i was like oh it's just a decoy grenade for like fooling people and there was two imperials behind a building and i just randomly was like all right i'm gonna throw it just to get them out and i pulled the pin and the fuse lit and i fucking threw it i'm like oh shit and it was going towards the woods and that are there had already been like a real world event where a fire did start because somebody threw a grenade into like where some dry grass was so I threw it and it kind of went to the edge of the woods and I'm like, oh shit. And it went off. No fire. I was like, I thought it was a fucking decoy. You threw a no shit grenade. Yeah, I thought it was a fake one just because like it was literally taped together. Like it was an Enola gay, 
but it was taped together. So oh, I was like, well, you oh. you said that. I thought it was like an actual like no shit grenade. Oh yeah, no, so it was someone definitely brought, not. An yeah, someone brought a frag grenade. Yeah, they brought a frag. Yeah, that's why I was like, bro, what the fuck? They taped that shit together. They were like, yeah, dude, this is good for airsoft. <laughs> that would have been funny. It was. It yeah, was... It'd, be, it'd be really funny if someone loses their leg. Yeah. Bottom line of the event was it was so much fun. A lot of fun. And I can't wait for the next one, which whether I'm able to make it to the one in Wisconsin, which I probably won't be able to. Fucking uh, Wisconsin. Fucking Wisconsin. But uh, whether it's the one in Wisconsin or it's the next one, which I so hope they keep coming back to the rock because they seem to like the rock the rock seems to like them i like that they're at the rock if they keep doing that i'm definitely going to go to those events every every year they have become a regular yeah and like i want a bigger role with the galactic civil war events because like i see the people that have big roles there and like it's just they seem to enjoy having those roles and I'm like I want that too because I enjoy doing this I live literally 45 minutes away so any chance I can to come out to these events I want to yeah no I can imagine but uh thanks for sharing your guys' thoughts on the experience and how the whole thing went I really I really like the whole perspective you guys gave me I'm sad I couldn't be there with the rest of the bros uh hopefully next time that we can you know I can come out we can all get it shaken but thank yeah. you, uh, Gabe, for being here. Uh, I have been DJ. I have been Harrison from the Harry D Podcast. Make sure you listen to us on Spotify and wherever else you get your podcast from. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Harry D Podcast. Send us any suggestions about what you want us to talk about, any comments about this episode, anything like that. Uh, big shout out to the uh, Galactic Civil War Airsoft events. Shout out to The Rock. Shout out to DT Blastworks. And as always, 93. God damn.